Yeah, I hear threes with no eyes. Three from the rain, no lie. Cross my heart and I die. They don't wanna catch me outside. Uh, they see no way it was a tie. Uh, I couldn't take an L if I tried. Uh, funny when I start trying to play around with them, they really start feeling my vibes. Uh, they can't reach where I'm trying to reside. Out of reach if I fall, I'ma die. What you have? Yo, 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 yo. What's good? What's happening? We back. Brand new episode of Threes from the Rain. This your boy Chris J. Glad to be back. Got the boy Tyler here. Yo, what's up, people? Glad to be back as well. Hopefully, we might have Daytrail here. We don't know. We'll see where things go with that. Um, but before we get into all this, you know, and all the promo shits, you know, it's Christmas season. Still not too late. Buy you some Utweaking Media merch. Support the brand. Utweakingmedia.net for some merch. Uh, I would drop the holiday cove towards the end of the year as well because I'm a little late on my end. But it's still never too late to cop some merch. Copy some YouTweakingMedia dot uh, merch on YouTweakingMedia.net. And make sure you support the boy Chaz Vibe, man. You heard the intro. He's got a new EP called Your Favorite. Tons of new music on the way. And also, you've been peeping his music on Spotify. Much love. If you're peeping the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, we appreciate you guys, too. Because I don't know if we're going to record another episode at the end of, uh, after this week. But just in case we don't, we appreciate you, my nigga. Dead ass. So, but... Let's go ahead and get into it. We have a lot to talk about in terms of wrestling, actually. And it's probably a good thing Daytro's not here because he, he might literally give the rant. But I have bars I have to drop. But fo I forgot to put this on the topic list as well, Tyler. Jeff Hardy got released. Mm -hmm. Jeff Hardy got released. Oh, uh, yeah. That, I, that was on my mind the whole I time. I was like, that's something I'm forgetting about, bro. <laughs> I knew he was going to talk about it. I knew I forgot something. But uh, just the. We don't, there's no reason to really hang too much on this because this happened last week or towards the end of last week after we recorded, I believe. But uh, yeah. Jeff Hardy w was recently released due to pretty much... A, let's just hope he's okay. Above all, yeah. all jokes aside, I hope he's okay because we all know Jeff, Hardy's ha Jeff Hardy has had issues, his issues with getting mentally right and battling his drug addiction alcohol addiction all the sort and it's a possibility it seems like based on some house show reports and even what wwe kind of felt when talking to him personally he is going through that moment again unfortunately so prayers to him and his family including matt because i know this is a tough time i hope jeff is going to seek the help and wwe did offer help in rehab and he denied. He, he rejected it. Not denied, but rejected it. So, it's a sad situation with Jeff. I hope he's okay. I hope he does get it together. I'm going to go on a rant about certain fans much later. Because I'm cutting a promo on these niggas uh, uh, shortly. But, uh, it sucks with Jeff. Because it was very evident they were about to give him a big push. It was evident. Yeah. Like, and it just sucks. It really do. Um, because I was definitely looking forward to seeing him and Roman go at it between Roman's fuse leading up to Mania. So, it sucks. But prayers to Jeff, his family. I just really hope Jeff is okay, that he's good. That's all I care about right now is his health. So, Tyler, I'll let you uh, get your thoughts on it. Um, Same here. You know, it sucks that, you know, he's going through it again. But like you said, you know, prayers out to him and his family. Hope that whatever help he does need he gets it 
And most important thing is just for him to stay healthy mentally and physically. So, you know, shout out to that. Hope, you know, everything goes well for him, you know, whether, you know, it's as bad as it seems or if it's not. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, I just hope he's okay. And, like, like I, me personally, I don't know what, like, I don't know how addiction, like, alcohol, drug addiction is. I don't know personally. I know you don't either. As far as I know, you don't. You got anything you want to share? No. This ain't the time. But, but, I'm, but like, seeing but people I, I know personally. Like mental battles kind of do. Yeah, mental battles are, month, even, like, when you have moments when you just really clean it just comes back to bite you on the ass so and like knowing people who have had to deal with those type of battles it's not easy and it's a daily battle at the end of the day it's a daily battle so i just pray for jeff pray that he's just okay i don't care what he chooses to do after this is honestly and to be honest i think his wd run after this is probably done it's probably locked sealed and closed at this point until it's probably time for him and his brother going to hall of fame but um i just hope he's good i don't care i don't even care about where if he chooses to enter a ring again i just want him to be okay so it is it is with that um but before we and that matter of fact let's go ahead and get into the next big news hold on let me make sure i'm looking look at the top of this oh yeah so next big piece of news Kevin Owens chose to stay and stay for the grind, even though he's been grinding his whole goddamn career. He he chose not to run from the grind. He chose to say fuck his friends. He chose to say, as Gen- as Daytra put in the group chat, generational wealth <laughs> <laughs> over the other shit. So at the end of the day, I ain't mad at Kevin Owens. He chose to resign with WWE. I'm happy because. As a Kevin Owens fan, I'm happy to see my boy stay in the company that I choose to watch. It's easier for me to watch weekly compared to AEW. But I'm happy to see him prosper. To me, it's very obvious they cared because the way he, like, nigga, he's getting pushed regardless. (laughs) And it's just Kevin Owens just at this point is crazy. 30 freaking six. (laughs) Let the man, like, you're already on the biggest stage. It's in the. They not pushing you out the door while you leave, you know. Exactly. So it's like clearly the man say realize, look, bro, I'm not. I don't want to get kissed by the young bucks while, uh, while I'm doing, while I'm putting somebody in a freaking power bomb, niggas. Like, no, I want to just wrestle and beat niggas asses and have a nice check sent to my family in Canada. I ain't mad at it, bro. I'm not mad at it. I'm pretty sure it's in his contract. He don't got to work a heavier schedule compared to others because he paid his dues. He paid his plus, dues. Plus, I'm pretty sure, and this has been rumored ever since Edge came back, we're going to get a Kevin Owens and Edge match. At least at least a match down the line. Yo, it, look, if that happens at Mania, I'm for it. Either that, I can Either Give that me that at Mania, G. <laughs> Especially now that Kevin Owens is heel again. Oh, we we got Daytrail. He's here. He pulled up the block. Yo, yo Tyler, keep going. You good? Um, yeah, I like that's something I've I've been hoping that if that comes to fruition at some point this year, whether it's Mania or somewhere down the line, I'm totally down for it because Edge, he's 
he's like we, we talked about it a while ago. Like he's having one of the the best wrestling comebacks ever. And yeah. Kevin Owens is somebody promo wise and in ring like that's going to be fun to see. They chop it up at some point. Yeah, I would give me that at Mania Edge versus uh KO. Like that would be fire, G. Like gets keeps Edge away from whoever has the belt cuz at this point we don't even know Big E why that belt come maybe. But yeah. <laughs> but to say right now I ain't gonna lie, bro. It's looking a little this match is set up for Big E to lose. In my it's opinion. really set up for him that nigga to lose, but which I don't necessarily do, think it's it a bad it thing if he does lose because it's setting him up for a possible bigger moment down the yeah. line. Because he possibly end up still winning the Rumble this year if exactly. he does lose the belt. Yeah, it's it's set up for him to be decent. Is this thing going? Yeah, you good. We can hear you, G. I'm on Chris his promo. No, I, I ain't cut. I ain't cut the promo yet. It's, it's, it, it, I was no, about to. Cut it though, man. It's time to cut that promo on these niggas. Hold on. This is my. Do I got my Ray G thing? Are we live? No, 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 yes. no. We, yes, yes, yes. We live. Yes. Okay, so I ain't gonna curse. Look, man. I ain't gonna. I, I, I probably will cuss. I probably will. Yeah, Chris is going. Chris is going to curse. Now go ahead. Real quick, uh, just to keep it a hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Nostradamus Trail, I mean Trail, I said 12. Nostradamus Trail is coming in full effect. Uh, I'm telling you niggas, who leaves and who's not. Do I really know? Of course not. But I look at things objectively. I don't look at things like real literal or what niggas say about this and that. I'm not looking at Kevin Owens' face when he's walking down the ring saying he's going to leave to eat. I look at things objectively. I look at things about that paper. You know what I'm saying? So, all in all, I can personally, like, destroy, um, you know, all the, the AW cards and stuff like that and, and, and things, but I'm not going to let Chris do that. Uh, but, you know, everybody don't hate the WWE, Joe. And this is the thing. Kevin Owens said that was his dream to wrestle that since he was a kid. You think he ain't going to wrestle? Man, man, did all he has to do in the Indies anyway. Just build up your legacy at the biggest place of all. This is different between Daniel Bryan and 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 Kevin Owens, right? Daniel Bryan did everything you could possibly do in WWE, except for probably win a wrestle. I mean, win a Royal Rumble. But he he, I believe he has had. I don't know if he had a money in the bank. Probably. Yep. Yeah, I think he I think he did. I, okay. I believe he did. If he. That's how you got the greatest WrestleMania main event ever in the like ever, and 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 now and now he has to go somewhere else to just continue him not just being you know a great wrestler but being the greatest of all time. That's what Daniel Bryan is doing right now. He is solidifying his goat status. Um, and you know we are we all in all. He, he is probably the greatest of all. We want to keep a buck. Dave Bryant is probably the greatest of all time. We'll yes, we're it. not mad at it. Yeah, and, and, we'll get to that. And, and, I'll get to that shortly. <laughs> but Kevin Owens wanted to be a WWE superstar his whole life. He finally got to be at that point. This man likes him. Um, so, you know, it's kind of hard for him to go. Uh, and I would just like to say this. For everybody saying, well, they're just going to release him in two months. To have that view of about anybody's wrestler or anybody's job to to – to, to, you're going to say, well, I'm not hoping that's just a trend in WWE. You're hoping. So you can come up with saying, uh-huh, I told you so. Niggas hoping for releases. Like, so, 
I say this, man, wrestling out that series, like I always say, I want to say my name um, is AR-15, because I just watched the game that just ended on ESPN. If anybody, nobody else watched that game, did they? Hey, hey, gee, I, 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 um, it was nothing else to watch after AEW went off. <laughs> uh, gee, I hate watching these niggas play basketball. We'll get to that shortly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I just have to say why well, my name is AR-15. One of the craziest shit I ever seen, ever, by the way. But, um, yeah, go ahead, Chris. But, yeah, so uh, I, 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 I I got to drop the instrumental. I'm, I'm also going to make sure I edit this so because uh, I ain't about to get edit shit. So I'm going to slow the beat down just a little bit. That might do it. So I'm going to drop ether on you niggas. Because oh, how did I know that you were gonna play this? Because I'm know? sick of these niggas, G. <laughs> sick of them, bro. Weirdo <laughs> ass niggas, G. I swear what to God. Bro. Look, bro. Hopefully we don't get copyrighted strict off this. But if we do, it be that way sometimes. G. It's worth it. But with all that being said, you niggas sat there. Hold on, let me turn this down a little bit. It's loud. Oh, shit. So hold on. But yeah, better. But with all that being said, you niggas took a man's body language, walking to the ring, and said he's going to leave. All because Sean Ross sat Ross, where the fuck his name is, said his contract is up. Just cause a contract is up, man. Know who else contract is up right now? Colin Fuxton Sexton. And he's about to be a goddamn uh on a fucking Utah Jazz soon. So guess what? I don't give a fuck about that. You know who else contract is up? Johnny Gargano. That man's about to be a family man for the next, uh, covering his wife. So guess what? I don't care. I don't care about the contracts. I don't care about none of that. I care about what they want to do. And Kevin Owens said, hey, generational wealth, my nigga. He didn't want to get super kicked 14 fucking times upside the fucking head in one match. Why? He didn't want to. He didn't want to get kissed. By niggas who are running back and forth doing fucking training camp shit. This ain't tough enough, nigga. It's sports entertainment, nigga. That's what it is. He chose. He chose the better option. Well, you niggas. You niggas thought because he didn't cut a promo with heart. He said, yeah, he's out the door. He said, oh, Mount Rushmore. Nigga leveraged, probably. I don't know what he did. But at the same time, he ain't chose to run from the grind. He ain't choose to be a mid-card nigga. He ain't choose to get kissed on the cheeks by two weirdo niggas who work fake Dior Jordans. He ain't do none of that. He ain't even choose to sit there and take draws from niggas who, who aren't on his level. That's what he chose. He chose to just sit his ass down and count the ducats, nigga. Kevin Owens. And also, you niggas wishing death upon his family Weirdo ass niggas, G. Weirdo motherfuckers right there, G. Weirdos. You niggas need to go outside. Throw out the garbage, bro. Because I'm pretty sure the the smell of Doritos, stale ass Doritos, and fucking nasty ass Taco Bell is destroying your fucking brain cells, my nigga. It is. Go outside, take the garbage out, sniff the grass, my nigga. Heck. Smoke the grass too if you need to. I mean, literally pick up that blade of grass and light that shit up. 
<laughs> get in tune with nature, my nigga. Cause you niggas are fucking weird. And it's get on my goddamn nerves. Now, with all that being said, I'm tired of y'all. Next promo, I'm safe for Adam Silver, cause that nigga's not going to see heaven. But that's a different time for a different day. But yeah, so that's all I gotta say in regards to that. Uh, this past week in wrestling, uh, Roman Reigns was on SmackDown, and it was weird. Uh, Brock Lesnar's bullying <laughs> Sami Zayn again is hilarious. Uh, but yeah, SmackDown's honestly trash about Roman Reigns. G. I'm just gonna keep it G real. Like it's time for that dialogue that Raw fleeced that roster G, and it's sad. And maybe some of them cuts were kind of needed, <laughs> needed for SmackDown's sake. Cause G, that is nothing about SmackDown that's interesting outside of what you got with the women's division stuff with Charlotte and Tony Storm, and then the stuff you got going on with uh, Naomi and uh, Sonya Deville. That's the really interesting stuff outside of. Roman. SmackDown's pretty ass. So please do something with that roster. It it would be really nice if Kyle O'Reilly and Gargano chose to stick to the grind and go over there. That would be nice. But who knows? Uh but yeah, SmackDown's pretty mid. Um Tyler, you wanna add anything about SmackDown this past week? <laughs> um Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna cap like this past this past year and a half for SmackDown had been really good, but ever since they the you know, lost the shakeup and everything, it's been without when Roman's not on screen or nothing's happening in the women's division, it's been kind of plain. I ain't gonna say it's, it's it's completely ass, but it's definitely been plain. It's been below below standards when they you know when certain people ain't on screen. So they just got to step that up, which I think they will. They still have guys that they can work with. We got Drew on um <clears throat> on the roster. You know he's gonna chop it up with Roman at some point. We got guys like that Ricochet Roman. there. <laughs> that huh? involves Roman. That, but that involves Roman. Yeah, fact is, right. that involves Roman. <laughs> yeah. So, but <clears throat> you got ways you can you can boost that mid card. I think honestly, you got to get that belt off Nakamura again. I don't know why they, and I don't think it's the biggest problem in the world. But right now, it's an issue because he has nobody to fight. Still, he has nobody to fight. <laughs> He's fighting so happy Corbin. Who? He's fighting he happy Corbin, but even then, he don't really. I'm done with the happy help. Corbin gimmick right now. By the way, I'm I'm tired of that already. So I was, gotta, it, it was fun, more fun when he was broke. Exactly. Like I would have stuck the broke thing a little bit longer, because I would have probably rooted for him in the sense that he was not even a heel or face, because he was just trying to get by. That nigga was just trying to survive. Now He's trying like, to get his wagyu beef back for his daughter. That was exactly. that was pretty entertaining. But I ain't gonna cap. I'm cool with the gimmick. It's just I do don't something think, else now. It's it's honest. I just I don't think he needed a a friend. Yeah, that too. <laughs> he didn't need a friend. They just <laughs> kind of threw a madcap in there out of nowhere, and it was like, yeah. But like I said, they, they there's ways that they can fix what's going on though. They they just gotta figure out which I think they will. Um, um oh moving on to NXT. Oh raw. Wait, we gotta go to Raw, then we'll go to NXT. Raw, raw, raw. Raw so, was decent. Uh Bobby Lashley said well last week Bobby I forgot Bobby Lashley said, Hey, uh Y'all gonna put me in this match. Which 
to me confirmed that hey they're working on things with Kevin Owens. <laughs> they was like, all right, we was gonna book you to take the pin, but since you here, they want to be here. I don't think he takes the pin. He probably still does take the pin, but yeah, at least you had another element of this nigga can take the pin too. <laughs> exactly. Because uh, to me, Seth is bulletproof right now. <laughs> Seth ain't eating shit. <laughs> if he if Seth does eat the pin, it's probably by roll up, but. Uh, but somebody gotta eat that pen. But um, what was I saying? But yeah, Bobby Lashley's not in the fray. Uh, and Adam Pierce literally said, "All right, bro, you just gotta beat all three of them niggas in one night," which he did in very Bobby Lashley manner. Beat they ass. Uh, and I'm all for it. So shout out to that. But uh, Tyler, you wanna add anything? I think, gonna be, I think it's gonna be a fun match. Even if Bobby is the one to end up taking the pit, the pin, I don't think it necessarily hurts him or anybody for that matter. I just think I just think the match is gonna be fun altogether. Now, my initial, like I said earlier, I think this match is set up in a way for Big E to lose the belt without taking that pin. But if it doesn't happen, cool. If it does happen, we'll see what happens. You know, um, yeah, that'll that'll be fun. Uh, they've further in the uh, the Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan uh, rivalry. That's gonna be nice to see if you know if Liv Morgan you know eventually pulls it off. Um, which also makes me wonder. I wonder who's gonna be the one to win the Women's Royal Rumble this year? Because right now I really don't know. Probably Bailey. Bailey, yeah, Bailey makes a return. It does. Yeah. Naomi's under. That. Naomi's my undercard, honestly, to win it. Um, or Sasha. Alexa Bliss is a possibility too, because you know she's been out for a couple and I months. Alexa Bliss been taking out a break. Too. Yeah, that's a possibility. Literally, I forgot she. I literally forgot till uh, I was watching Rufus Aggression. She popped up on the screen. I'm like, Alexa Bliss has been missing since Charlotte <laughs> tore that doll apart. So, but Alexa Bliss been working hard, so I ain't mad at her. But um, but yeah, like um. Raw was decent though. Uh, oh, Dewdrop and uh, Bianca was decent. They had uh, they had another decent match. Um, who else was? Who else? Um, what Becky they Lynch, had to was hold it, off? Was Becky the, Lynch on Raw? Yeah, she cut a she cut a promo saying Liv can't do it basically, and Liv came out to try to shut up, and she smashed her arm. Told her to see you at day one with with one arm. I don't know what it is about the women's division smashing each other's arms, but they've been doing it a lot. Niggas just said they get they shit broke. It was like, ah, right, you be blessed, nigga. But also um, another person that we haven't seen in months, which I think she, I don't, Oscar's Oscar's okay, right? Yeah, Oscar's. You gotta remember, Oscar was one of the hardest working people during Thunderdome. G. Yeah, she she like, definitely she, deserves a break. She she deserves a break, so she's probably living her best life. I'm spaghetti. Two oh. months ago, she was in one of them. She's injured. Like, she, she got fucked up. I don't know what happened. Oh. She oh. got like a nerve or something. But, yeah, she was in a sling. Last picture of her was in a sling. Oh, okay. I didn't I didn't see that because I thought Oscar was just taking a nice little long break because it was just like. Yeah, you know, she was also as a kid, but another situation, like, with Oscar, like, one of them, I honestly think her and sister using that company as a retirement home. Literally. They. For them, it's like they good. <laughs> they good, and they good, and they good for the yo Asian uh 
population. So yeah, but yeah, Oscar good. It's just uh-huh. I, I didn't. I thought she was just taking a break. I thought she was just on break. So if she's legit hurt, I ain't surprised because she was literally the workhorse during the Thunderdome era. Like she was working. So just let's just hope with all the COVID re-COVID uh, travel restrictions, she's not in Japan right now because she might be stuck there. But um, but yeah, we was also supposed to have the uh, the number one contenders match for the for the Raw Tag Team titles, but they had to postpone it because I guess everybody that was supposed to be involved in that match is hurt. Hey, <laughs> yeah, postponed it. Oh, well, it is what it is with that. Um, and oh, I'm throwing this in out right now. I think uh, Damian Priest might win the Royal Rumble for the men. He's he's my. You think Damian Priest wins? I think, nah, I don't that man is so protected right now, G. Yeah, he, he don't lose. They say he hasn't lost a match still since he's been on Raw. He don't lose. No, he hasn't lost a singles match since he's been on Raw. But I don't, I don't think he wins the Rumble. I think he holds that U.S. title for a while. Um, somebody I think wins the Rumble. Ooh, I hate that was there. Cause I don't think they've been propping anybody else. Yeah, they yet. haven't really propped it, but it's just like, me looking at the early. It's early. My yeah. A lot of people pissed off, but Brock is somebody, Kevin Owens, Seth, those are the people that's probably up to win the Rumble. Um, I always think there's a possibility to make other people win, um, but the Rumble is always to set up a WrestleMania main event. Yeah. WrestleMania main event is looking like, I don't know if Drew won already. Drew did win. Yeah, he won. Yeah, he won. Yeah. So, but whoever the main event is, if it's a raw guy, it ain't Damian Priest taking out Big E. Yeah, think about that, right? Yeah, see, that person's taking out Big E. It ain't Damian Priest taking out Big E. Yeah. So who would it be? Kevin. Uh, I said dark horse. Uh, horse is definitely Sammy. Sammy is another dark horse as well. I would be happy yeah. for Sammy. Bro, Labor is literally, oh my fucking bro, god! Bro. If any god tier point guard is is a beast and annoying, Michael Ray Richardson, my nigga, came off the bench and shut my whole offense down. <laughs> I won the game, but that, when he was on the court, shut the whole offense down. He was like, "Yeah, ain't nobody doing shit, my nigga." So I ain't surprised Fat Lever out there put it in work. You gonna probably put. Isaiah Thomas and fucking Alcatraz. Can't wait for it. Be mad as fuck. Oh, no, this is a different league. This is the league I play for the podcast. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Um, But, yeah. So, what was that? But, but yeah. Raw's on good pacing. Uh, NXT, you go ahead and talk about NXT, Tyler. Because I I had NXT Um, on, but I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) Did we talk about NXT last week already, though? No. No, we didn't. Okay, so last week was... Last week, um, just as came over, basically last week was the go home for Kyle O'Reilly and Johnny. They had, you know, their final goodbyes with everybody. Um, ended on kind of a, you know, a somber note for, for both of them. Kyle O'Reilly got smashed in a steel cage match. Left that and Grayson, Wall- Grayson Waller got has the most heat in the NXT right now. After what he did to John- sending Johnny home um, last week. But, you know, after the show, they had, you know, their their thank you, Johnny, thank you, Kyle moment, which was cool. 
Um, this week we had a uh, we had uh, we had Roger Strong and Braun Breaker in the main event. They had a pretty good match. Um, you know, both of them, but surprisingly, Roger Strong like he he's a He's hanging on, man. Like for real, for real. He's one of the older guys. Yeah, I think Roger Strong is pushing forward. Roger Strong signed the new deal, so he ain't leaving anytime soon. Yeah. And plus, um, Roger's a good guy to have with in NXT anyway. So. Um, Parker Board. I mean, why am I calling it? Harlan uh, had his first match. Hey, hey. <laughs> in his first, his first monster moment. Throwing niggas down the stairs. He killed. He threw Brock Kendrick down the stairs. G. But what he beat. But but his match where he just beat the living daylight out of Buddy ass. I'm like, gee. He's literally Brock Lesnar. He's literally baby Brock Lesnar with clothes on. G. What the fuck? Hold on, man. Hold on. I was I was paying attention to the screen. With all his coffee is in his hand, and he just like. Yep. G, 2K does not want you to have alley-oops. The computer can get all the alley-oops you want. Unless you got a nigga who just... Oh, jump up. Literally... Yeah, they took it out. It happens all the fucking time, G. It happens all the time. And I got Dwight Howard and Giannis on my team. I want you to imagine that Dwight Howard and Giannis not catching no alley-oops but one a game. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> Be mad as hell, but uh, my bad, Tyler. Go ahead, bro. I just have to go. Man, I feel I feel your pain, but um, overall, NXT to me, this is another thing I want to talk about. Like, I'm still like, and I don't care because I have my own opinion on NXT, I still think it's just as good as when it was the black and gold brand. Like, honest to god, I don't see, I don't have an issue with what, what how they're rebranding the brand, but like. I guess it is, you know, every episode is whether, you know, it don't have to be, you know, jumping like how it, you know, it it used to be. They, they're they doing something. They're literally trying to develop NXT into its own brand. This is not just a brand where, oh, we're just building you guys up to go to the main roster. This is a, a main, this is a mainstay for some guys. This is why Tommaso Ciampa is still here. Like Tommaso, he, we might never, we might never, ever see Tommaso Ciampa on the main roster ever. But and I'm and I'm fine with that because what he's doing for NXT right now is like it's it's working. It's been working. So yeah, I don't have a problem with how how they rebranded. I still think that they're going in a great direction, especially with the news of like the developmental program and the scholarships and everything they got for for college students and stuff. They're doing what they need to do to not only you know further their brand, but this is help their developmental system helped wrestling in general because nine times out of 10, not every single person that comes out of that developmental program is going to just, you know, is going to stay with WWE. It can lead to other careers. It can lead to acting. It can lead to you going to another company. It can lead to you, you know, going into broadcasting or whatever, like somebody you never know. So I, I just encourage people to not knock every single thing that, you know, WWE does. It's like you said, you know, you don't have to shit on everything they do, but um, because what overall, they do, other companies wish they can do. Exactly, and that's why. It, going back to the point again, if WWE didn't do half of the shit that they did, a lot of other companies would not be getting TV deals right now. 
at all. At all. But different story, different day. But uh, back to NXT. Oh, also, uh, LA Knight called Grayson Waller an incel, and I cried laughing last night. <laughs> I heard that. I'm like, he, I he called him an like, incel, and basically told him he took his bitch. <laughs> did call that? I cried. I was like, I look, I'm like, hold on. That's another guy that I I like a lot. Like, L.A. Knight has been really good. L.A. On Knight, NXT ever since I swear, in. like L.A. Knight is too good for NXT. But I'm cool with him being on there. You just listen. Listen, you got Brooklyn Nets, Blake Griffin out there right now. But uh, but yeah, He's but another thing, Tyler, you said that I wanted to lap on about it, current NXT. The main mm-hmm. thing that they, it's not just, they look, they know, it's not, they want it to be, because at the end of the day, sports entertainment. Right. <laughs> Is it wrestling? Yes. But they want these, and I think, and some, I listened to a podcast, they made a really valid point, And I was like, I, it made me really sit down and think why I'm like, NXT's the same, but it's also different. These niggas are getting character work at the same time. Yes. Because at the end of the day, a good portion of these niggas can wrestle their ass off. It's expected. Most of these wrestling schools are literally teaching them how to wrestle. WD's just fine-tuning it a little bit. But at the same time, these niggas are getting character work. Some of the people who are like kind of the stars now have strong characters. Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes, strong character. Trick Williams, even though nobody says about it, about it, in the year of 2020 fucking one, not even Master P says it no more. Character. Brian Breaker. Character. PC Principal Kevin Owens. Character. <laughs> A lot of these niggas have characters. It LA Knight is the best promo damn near in the damn company right now. Yes. Bro. LA Knight is yep. that nigga. Crazy, Crazy energy. Like when he comes on screen, you pay attention. He can have on a white t-shirt and some baggy old navy jeans. The ener- he has that energy though, where you just watch that nigga. Bro, what the fuck? We are stealing every ball. We got sixteen turnovers. Oh yeah, gee, uh, I think they did. They did something where the, uh, they passed. They, them play them passing lanes a little bit different. You had to uh, think a little bit more on my passing uh, last time I played. But, they are uh, fucking us up. I can't do shit. Yeah, like I had to play a little bit slower on offense because they were playing them passing lanes. I couldn't pass worth a damn. Uh, but yeah, like the main thing, like, and it's going to help when they move up to the main roster because that way they actually have something you can work with, a character, and you can just elevate it. Cameron Grimes, character. I'm not gonna lie, I was not a fan of Cameron Grimes at all when he first. Neither came one of y'all remember. He has, he has grown on me so much, bro. Like for real. Yeah, I remember. I was like, okay, I'm the only believe in Cameron Grimes. He works. I like the character. So it works. So anyway, but yeah, NXT got uh, decent stuff. Uh, I don't even know what Braun Breaker's up to right now, but he's. Braun Breaker. So after his match with uh with Roderick, Tommaso Champa, I don't know if this was a, a tease to a heel turn or a full on heel turn, but he came out and DDT'd him on the belt and told him, nigga. This is a fucking war. You won the battle at War Games, but this belt is the war. I don't think it, right now between them, it's just literally old nigga versus young nigga. <laughs> That's literally yeah, so I don't, I don't think it's I don't, I don't care if it's heel or turn, heel or face but it's, with them. it's good. It's good it's right good, now. Though. So it's whatever good, the right next now. pay-per-view is or event, I think the next one for them is is uh, 
New Year's Evil. I think that's James. Yeah, they, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, the next yeah. Uh, event they have. Yeah. I don't know if they have the match then or at the next, whatever they consider a takeover, but either way, like I, I'm loving the the new school versus the old school, um, dynamic right now. I think it's good for both of them. Um, another question I wanted to ask y'all, or you know, get y'all opinion on. So what do they do with Samoa Joe when he comes back? Ask him what day you want to debut on AEW. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga better get ready to be a trainer. <laughs> or oh, he might as well take his ass back up to the main roster and hope for something. You <laughs> better hope that he could be a trainer. Or something. Like that nigga literally got a gunshot wound and, and out for like five months. So, either I hope he's okay. I love Samoa Joe, but yeah, yeah. But they could find some for him, like yeah. But uh, also, how y'all feeling about uh, how y'all feeling about Solo Sokoa so far? Hey, three years. This man loves Samoa. Do you know how to say day one ish? <laughs> <laughs> you better get like I said. He's another. He's probably one year away, but three oh, years. Clyde Drexler was not like this on defense. G, you know 2K love Clyde Drexler, G in the league. Come on, bro. You know he, they love that nigga. You better hope he can't I'm wait. Give a day trail to Flux right now, bro. G, this no, normal. Six times. Like, bro. Yep, fat lever. But, uh, but yeah, with Solo Sokoa, uh, I like that they put him in a program finally uh, with somebody uh, with the. Uh, the Japanese dude, I forgot his name. Uh, Zion Quinn, I think. Whatever dude name. No, the the, the Japanese dude. That's the ain't that the black dude? No, the black dude is Malik Blade. Oh, okay. So. That's still one of the most generic wrestler names I've ever heard. That's a, gee, that is a. I created a black dude, and now I'm about about to. Get and I haven't figured out what the hell name. his gimmick and name is yet. He can wrestle though. He can wrestle though. But hey, that's a generic ass fucking name. It really is. It's, it's really funny as fuck. But uh, but yeah, but he he's either a year away from doing this as Roma comes out, <laughs> or he's a few years away from literally probably getting the reins passed to him by Roman uh, to take over the bloodline or something like that. Because Vince McMahon loves Samoans. He loves that family to death. So, collision course, collision course. So, um, just stealing every fucking ball. Uh, then oh, AEW real quick. So I did watch. I actually watched AEW. Uh, well, Dynamite specifically because fuck Rampage. Uh, yeah, I watched uh Dynamite back to back Wednesday. So I'm proud of myself. Uh, stuff I enjoy seeing Daniel heal Daniel Bryan just. Even though I like uh, For the Earth, Human Rights, I Love Nature, Swamp Thing, Daniel Bryan uh, from WWE, I'm all for, uh, I'm the best, <laughs> I'm the greatest wrestler ever, and I'm going to beat your ass literally by wrestling you to death. <laughs> Daniel Bryan, heal Daniel Bryan. This is fire. <laughs> it is fire work. <laughs> I can't cap. Because um, him just watching the Dark Order has been entertaining. And then what he did, even though him and, Hank Pain, him and Hangman put on a fire match, he still wrestled that nigga to death for 50 of those minutes. 
for 50 Jesus. other minutes. And then when they say it's 10 minutes left, they're like, all right, uh, we got to try to do some shit. But, um, but yeah, so Daniel Bryan's doing his stuff, Dizzle. Uh, the CM Punk NJF thing is, uh, CM Punk and very NJF. Just let them niggas talk, and I'm for it. Just, yeah. They literally are making this is CM Punk booking has just so fucking weird because they literally are just giving him niggas who can make who can do a promo for all his feuds. Like that's just it. It's just yes. niggas who can do a promo and, and fucking Darby Allen. Like yes. that's it. Like Darby Allen was his breakthrough, but then you give me Eddie Kingston and 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 fucking MJF. Like it's just oh, so we can have a promo war. Like damn, you tell me that's the only thing this nigga good for? That's what they remember him for. See? Tony Khan, like, look, bro, that pipe bomb changed my life, bro. I didn't care about your matches, though, in between, but that shit you were saying, I I felt that. So that's how I'm going to book you. Even though (laughs) what MJF said tonight was hilarious. He called MJF called that. Jameson was in this game. (laughs) That's why Jameson low key uh, be going fake crazy, though, on the league, G. I was like, yo, what? Yeah, he's been in the game for like two, three years now. Uh, but yeah, uh, you are. Right, he is in promo wars. But MJF said something hilarious as hell tonight when he said, yo, nigga, you've been fighting underwhelming ass nigga since you came back and fuck your undefeated streak. Uh, and on top of that, <laughs> he's literally, and then called them, your, he said, he called that man Ryback. And I cried. <laughs> he called, he called. He called that nigga. You said he literally said you talking about you you owe the title shot, but your undefeated streak is against underwhelming niggas. And I sat down I'm like, yo, he did fight a bunch of underwhelming ass niggas. And literally Darby Island's underwhelming to me because how they book him. Fuck Steam. Um Eddie Kingston. Steam got dumped recently, by the way. Yeah, I know. And I'm gonna get to that when we t- I talk about that tonight. But uh he said that nigga was fought underwhelming niggas for undefeated streak. Who you think you is right back and I cried, G. <laughs> I cried. Cause but, literally that whole feed me more stretch for Ryback, they was literally feeding him niggas that hadn't won a fucking match in years <laughs> or we never seen on TV before, never saw him again. And really? then he gets to fucking John Cena and everybody else and then fucking loses. Got his ass beat. Uh but and yeah. then nobody wanted to work with him again because he's fucking unsafe. That too. But but yeah, so this week's with AEW is pretty whatever. Uh, but shot, but no, I wouldn't say what that. Well, the first hour was fire because Daniel Bryan Hangman put on a fucking show. Uh, the fact that they and something told me when it was like seven fifty, I looked down like seven fifty. They about to fight into a draw, and everything they did told me it was a draw because Hangman did his finish like five times and Daniel Bryan kicked out. And Daniel Bryan couldn't even cleanly get. <laughs> yeah, that nigga, that nigga smoothly hit the quit. I ain't mad at it either. Oh, I thought no. Oh, oh well, you sent it to the end. Oh, that's a Oh, I was like, gee, I was like, all I saw was pause. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that match was fire, but that draw was unnecessary. That was cowardly ass booking by y'all Booker of the Year. Man's a yellow belly coward. That's all I'm gonna say. In regards to that. yellow belly, <laughs> yellow belly coward, because you had one job, put one of them niggas over, 
and it was gonna be the one whose name was Brian Danielson. G, let that man have his Brock real Brock Lesnar run through your roster, and then when what's what's give full gear all out whatever the fuck comes up, have you have somebody in place to beat him? Would be really nice a returning John Moxley. That would be beautiful, but still a great match. Um, Daniel Bryan's just that nigga. And then after that, you say, okay, we're going to come off commercial. We're going to show the dick riding fest of Adam Cole and uh, the Young Bucks. And Fish is fucking Bobby Fish is just out of fucking place. I just, he's so out of fucking place. Uh, there to there. be with his friends and that's it. Gee, the fact that the Undisputed Era is about to reunite there is going to be hilarious. They just gonna act like Kyle and Adam wasn't just beating the shit out of each other, bro. You know, they for the really last... about to reunite the undisputed era. <laughs> I'm about to cry. <laughs> they be, hey, it's Kyle. Exactly, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. But, um, and then they go out. Somebody post. Somebody made a Photoshop saying they go have a uh, Adam. I mean, Adam Cole on a pole match. I cried. <laughs> <laughs> I cried. But uh, but yeah, they showed them niggas talking about stupid shit. And then uh, teasing that somebody coming or something. I was like, "Hey, y'all go, hey, y'all go again," uh, which ended up leading to just um, yeah, that just led to uh, Warloaf beating the hell out of uh, Adam Evan Bourne. What was his name? Evan Bourne. Matt Sida. Evan Bourne <laughs> beat that nigga ass. I was like, for one, you can't come off probably. Your second greatest match of the year, first or second greatest match, depending, and you say, "Hey, we're gonna bring Warlow and freaking Evan Bourne out," <laughs> and Warlow beats that nigga ass. And I was like, "All right, cool." And then after that, you tease I, who? Who? Somebody else? No, it was the women had a match. Uh, what's her name? Sarah Deeb. I forgot her name. Yeah, something like whatever her name is. Yeah. Fault. Uh, fault. One of the Japanese girls they have, I forgot her name. Uh, they had an okay match, and then MJF comes out, drops a promo on CM Punk, and then he beats the hell out of Tyler's uh, AEW variant. Uh, I, at this point, I'm about to call that man, uh, whatever his name, Martin Dante Martin. I'm about to call that nigga slightly taller Ricochet because all he does is do flips and shit. <laughs> all he does is do flips. And it's just like, gee, I'm watching Ricochet. And they put him and Leo Rush together, apparently. So, exactly. Shout out to, uh, well, see, no, they broke up. Because, I think they broke up because he betrayed them. Because in literally in a span of three weeks, he broke up with Leo Rush, joined Team Taz, then abandoned Team Taz so he could uh, win the match to fight for that stupid ass ring that MJF has, and. Still lost, and Team Taz is now on his ass. Plus, Leo Rush is mad at him, so now you have no friends. So basically, he's a snake. Yes. Yes, literally. Yeah, that's um, fucked up. Can't be trusted. But with all that being said, after the match, uh, MJF and the Revival celebrate. I forgot that M- the Revival was associated with MJF. That's another issue I have. It's too many fucking stables. And I was just like, all right, cool. And then the lights go dark. I'm like, who the fuck is about to come out 
Why would you turn the lights off for CM Punk? Why? But no, Darby Allen and Sting come out because I forgot that they want to fight FTR for the Mexico AAA belts. And that makes then, no sense at all. Yes. And then CM Punk came out because MJF and them were beating the daylights out of them. And then... And, you know and, what AEW is right now? AEW is Young Justice Season 4. You starting some shit and not wrapping that shit up. Yeah, exactly. Unless it's Cody and Malachi Black. That shit is going on forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, shit just happens. So, yeah. So, next week we get MJF and FTR versus CM Punk. Darby Allen and Stain. <laughs> and then and then Rampage. They kept promoting Rampage. I'm like, bro, you're literally giving Mugs an hour, hour and a half of straight multi man tag team matches. That's really like, that was our two K that was our WWE two K nine. I mean two K nineteen run. We were just doing a bunch of multi man matches. No, multi man tag team matches. Oh. I don't think we did a lot of those. No, it was every man for itself because there was tag team matches. I was literally going to be petty. It was a good thing we never did tag team matches. It's probably <laughs> a good thing. The pettiness would have been hilarious. But, um, but yeah, so AW has been slightly better than SmackDown when Roman's not on screen. Let's put it that way. When Roman's on screen, they're not better than SmackDown. But when Roman isn't on screen, they're better than SmackDown. But it's not better than Raw. NXT actually been pretty good. It's just I haven't really, me personally, been paying attention. So, yeah, that's the that's that's the placement. SmackDown's at no, well, no SmackDown can't because Impact is existing. So, yeah, there we go. Um, so yeah, that's wrestling. Let's go ahead and get to basketball. Um. So COVID, COVID, literally, the story is COVID. Um, COVID. I haven't watched the Bulls game in a week. COVID came out like this, and I'm about to roll with my niggas and smack niggas up. That's talking. <laughs> literally, COVID <laughs> is coming to smack niggas, G. Uh, and it's just I like I heard Hangry was coming back, dog. When the Bulls were getting fucked up, like with the cover, I'm like, yeah, bro. We about to see Kurt Heinrich with the goggles, bro. If Kurt Heinrich, if I see that the Bulls signed Kurt Heinrich for uh, the hardship exception, I would have cried, bro. I'm like, you better off, you was better off calling all the whole PlayStation party, G, and saying, hey, y'all come get on the court, bro. <laughs> come on, get on the court, G. Like, let me get my two points and get freaking uh, dubbed by goddamn. Uh, Drew Drew Holiday shit. Um I'll take that. I get paid. <laughs> hey, look. I, I want Loki. Let's look at I want how much dudes who on the hardship except you get paid. Cause I'm very curious because you're getting paid for ten days of basketball. They're not putting your name on the back of the jersey either. I'm pretty they I'm pretty sure they have to put your name on the back of the jersey, G because hardship um NBA hardship exception salary. Rule NBA tweaks rule for hardship and blah blah blah. Ten day contract. Oh, you getting paid a hundred and ten, a hundred eleven thousand dollars. Yeah, let's get it. Let me go Hell out yeah, there. I'll take that shit. Hell yeah. Just bought a new pair of shoes and everything. I'm I'm, I'm with it. <laughs> nigga, I nigga, I will hoop it whatever the fuck I have. 
<laughs> I'll take 100, 111K, bro. I'm cool with that. But uh, COVID is running a mess right now. Uh, you have Giannis in there. When I saw the notification that Giannis has COVID, well, at least it's on COVID protocol, I was like, gee, you have to do something. You have to. The Lakers are missing Dwight Howard and Malik Monk and uh, Tyler Horta Tucker. He's they're, they're missing that. The Bucks lost Giannis. Dante DaVinci was about to make his debut, and he got put on the list. So you ain't, you ain't, you ain't the Nets, yet, bro. the Nets don't have a barely have a functioning roster, and KD literally willed them niggas to win. Willed them niggas to win. Then we have. Who else got what well, we already know the Bulls have it really fucking bad at this point. The Bulls might be the super spreader team, honestly. Um somebody else got it really bad too. Was it no, it wasn't the Pistons. Alvin Gentry uh got it. Who else got it's like they said a bunch of, it was just, Names just kept dropping. Let's put it there. Yeah, way. it was literally somebody new every single day. It was day. literally <laughs> new in clusters. So, and it's unfortunate that it's ha- like, even though the Lakers are in the playoffs, so we have to mention them. But, um, and shout out to them winning three games in a row, but you have two more for us to actually talk about you, niggas. Uh, but. I'm not counting tonight, though. That was, that was some bullshit. They got like. They won. They won regardless. Hey, 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 no. They no. won. Yo, that was a, that was a, that, that's the type of wins you want that you just saw. Look, G, they you know won. I mean? Dropping, now, them getting beat by fucking, like, I mean, like, dropping a 25-point league and the shit they usually do, all right, that's what the shit we be like, all right, fuck the Lakers. But that, though, they had to do win it to Dallas, and yeah, Dallas is losing Luka Donnick. That gets teams, that makes teams even more hungry and keep it up. It's easier to beat Dallas fucking... With Luka Doncic without Luka, yeah. threw a up again. And then for some reason, the the Lakers hoop Luka up to the moon every time they play him. Not even just that. The fact that Tim Hardaway Jr. was smacking wild ass threes that game. He was shooting like shit, but Mason wild threes. Dad Brunson putting in work. Like that was the type of game you needed. And you gave Austin Reeves the most confidence. Of all confidence of him, him in the game winner in overtime. Yep. So shout out to Austin Reeves. We're still. I'm not calling you here, Billy Kobe, but let Lakers Nation call you that. But I'm not calling you that, my nigga. I'm sorry. But shout out to Austin Reeves. Give him. More they gonna regret saying that shit too. They really will. But uh, <laughs> they literally called Caruso freaking White Mike. So <laughs> nothing I can do. <laughs> nothing we can do about that. So either way, point being in all of this. The Lakers did deserve it, but uh, a lot of teams are down bad because of COVID. And all I'm going to say, Adam Silver, let me get ready to drop my promo towards you. Uh, do I have my song ready? COVID is out here back in blood. And you have to put respect name on COVID right now, G. Big homie Omicron is not playing no game, even though it's just reported that the first NBA player actually has it so we don't know who so prayer for that person's okay because i still don't know what the omicron variant does differently but the point being you have to tighten up these protocols don't be like the nfl 
please don't be like the NFL right now because they just said the NFL is considering saying if you're vaccinated and you tested positive and you're asymptomatic, you can play. Damn. The NFL do not give a fuck. They want it back in blood. They ain't missing no money. <laughs> they, they don't care. No, the league ain't missing no money either. Steph yeah. Curry drew the highest rated in cable last night. Yeah, I know. We, I, we're about to get to that too. Uh, but all I'm going to say is this. All I'm going to say is take them niggas freedom. I hate. I know this sounds fucked up, but take them niggas freedom, G, like y'all did last year. I don't care how open LA is. I don't care how lit. They ain't nothing really do to Chicago. It's about to get cold. It's, I don't care how lit New York is. Let let Steph Daddy have fun in New York. Tighten up these protocols because these niggas is wild and it's getting really bad right now, G. Because mugs are getting sick and it's affecting playoff teams now. Adam Silver, do something. CJ McCollum, you're the president. President, do something immediately. I was gonna be pissed if they didn't postpone the Bulls games, bro. Like yeah, ten they, players went down in the span of three days. Yeah, the Bulls lost literally a, a whole squad, G. And, and niggas was getting mad at fucking Vucevic. Like, li- nigga, he's the offense. <laughs> like, it wasn't shit that you could do. <laughs> we was like, to go out there with the Stanley Johnson and Vooch. And, and, and then Stanley Johnson plays one ball. game, he and he got caught. Somebody in the Bulls team is a super spreader and is, is really nasty right now. But yeah. Kobe White's supposed to be back real. I think, I think they got the Lakers soon, too. That's gonna be a nasty. <laughs> Damn. Shit. They postpone that game. <laughs> postpone that game. <laughs> but Adam Silver, point being, please do something, bro. Because it's not I'm looking good. I'm glad we waste your tickets to that game either. And, G, I would have been mad. G, I'm just. What? Been pissed. I would be heated. <laughs> I'll be heated. Let Literally, hopefully, nobody else in Lakers catches it. Hopefully. By then, DeRozan should be back. He keyword should. Because um, I think it's been about two weeks for him now. Unless he actually got sick. But, um, yeah, that Lakers-Bulls game about to be really fucking nasty. So, prayers to all franchises affected. Uh, especially Alvin Gentry because he's, like, old with it. And Alvin Gentry is a friend to me and Daytrail. We, we're eventually going to get him on the podcast. We're going to shoot the breeze and talk about life and, and basketball and how much uh, and how bogus David Griffin did him. So we're going to talk about that one day on the pod. But point being in all of this, do something because this is getting really nasty business. And I'm, I'm concerned more about the player's health and other people's health because regardless, this shit is serious. Players. Yeah, health get first your, over everything. Yeah, your health above all. Uh, and players, if you get boot, get your booster shot. Just get your booster shot, please. Just get it. Just get it, please. Um, in Toronto, they ain't playing. They said <laughs> Toronto already said, "Hey, fifty percent capacity." Because, mm mm, mm mm. Ain't having it. Yeah, and then also, I don't think if you if you if you're not vaccinated and uh, going to Toronto, you are not allowed into the country. And they might boost, and they might say if you don't got your booster, you're definitely not getting into the country. So, <laughs> so teams better act accordingly going to Toronto, even though the Raptors suck. They ain't playing. They are not playing. I'd rather suck than have COVID. So, 
Exactly. There you go. Exactly. Uh, so Steph Curry uh, set the record for set has set the all time record for threes. Shout out to Steph. Still hate this nigga, but it's well deserved. We always respect greatness on this podcast, and Steph Curry has finally, even though he was easily the greatest shooter, but now numbers don't lie. He's officially the greatest shooter of all time. I ain't mad at it. I'm happy for Steph. Go crazy. That record is not getting touched while we are alive, by the way. No. Because Steph probably says maybe two years, one, in, one, two years of legit prime left. And he's going to be in the league for a minute because he can still be a really just good off-the-bench shooter. Like if Steph man, plays, there's a possibility he still plays until he's about 40. If he still, still feels like it. Yeah, if he still it's, The way the game is and the way that health is and stuff like that, like Steph, like, keep it, his last major injury wasn't when he broke his hand. Because to keep it real, they just sat him out. Because they did. He could have came back. Yeah. He could have came, came back. back. Um, they were like, fuck it. His last major injury was like, then when he rolled his ankle that one time. I think in a, like a playoff run. No, uh, uh, when no when he uh, sprang this MCL in the uh, playoffs when they yeah. blew three one lead. Yeah, that yeah. was his last legit that's, major injury. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, and that was years ago. So, uh, with with medicine the way it's like, like I do things is crazy. And definitely, I know Bob probably about to get drug tested because uh, <laughs> he's jumping off the roof. This nigga just had an abdominal strain or something like that. And he's jumping off the roof. Like, he, he's literally touching backboards and stuff like that. And he's like, he's 6'9". Yeah, he's also 37. Um, but what I'm trying to say is, like, Steph Curry's going to play for a while. That record is never getting touched, uh, like you said, Chris. People talk about all that. Trey Young could probably get it. No. Trey Young is enough no. to get No. Uh, so, the only person that is remotely on track by their age it's, right now is Buddy Hill and Buddy Hill's not doing Buddy Hill's not getting it. James Harden is the only person I would say probably get close. Clay missed two years. Close. You don't think James Harden you don't think James Harden become top three? I'll, he's gonna be top he's three, the, but he's, he's not gonna he's, he's not on gonna track get. to pass Reggie Miller this year. I don't think he and then he and then it takes him statistically two more seasons for him to pass Ray Allen. So he'll I don't probably think James Harden health wise is gonna last that long to be that type of guy. I think James Harden last that long. Like I'm not like we like a lot of players, like especially like James body is taxed right now. So I, I think like definitely like after like James 80, like I'm thinking like them them two like especially James, James within the playoffs. His whole damn near sports, I mean, his whole damn near Rockets career. Plus, he, he had to go through the Garden of the fucking Warriors most of that time. Like, his body is most likely he's probably hurt after each game and whatnot. So, he is, he, he has to recuperate. Like, man, probably been playing 82 game seasons. Well, not 82, but like more like 70, 75 game seasons. Like, five years straight. So, right now, like, days, of course, he's going to slow down. He also playing second fiddle. To 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 um, KD 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 and he also don't have the he also happened to be fucking thirty percent of the offense while KD is seventy. 
because of literally the only two niggas on that team. <laughs> so, of course, James, the way James looks right now don't show, like, what he is, but I still think James is a top-tier player in the league. still think James Harden will, brief, will beat, well, um, especially he will beat um, Reggie Miller. I think Reggie he's going to beat Reggie Miller record. I think he's going to beat Reggie Miller. I think he get close or if not beat Ray Allen. Just the way the game is. He has a green light. And this, this is what makes him, like, different from, like, all the other players that people talk about. Like, he has a green light. That, and then he – as we talk about James and he been shit, when James not shit, he shoots the three ball extremely efficient. It's not like he takes – he's a 38, would, 40 like, Yeah, especially – I ain't going to cap. This year he's shooting very efficiently from three. This is probably the like, most efficient so, shot from three in years. Like, so James definitely going to take it, but that's pretty much it. I think Brian will probably crack top 10, but I don't think Brian gets anywhere near that. Um, I think he's trying to hit top 10, too. Brian is back at a, a crazy fucking three-point percentage right now. Um, right now. But more on, like, stuff, because I think this is more of, like, stuff moments. Uh, just crazy. Uh, one big thing I had that I hated throughout this whole entire thing is the dialogues. And I think, like, this... Ruins, this ruins Steph's moment when we bring down all into this type of record-breaking situation. Like, mm-hmm. you're talking about, oh, this stuff, this stuff overshadowing Braun as this generation, blah, blah, Like, that diminishes. Now we're having a conversation that has nothing to do with Yeah, like, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Because that was the first thing that they brought up on ESPN. They wasn't even talking about how he's about to break the record. They just started comparing him to Braun. Like, what does this got to do with Braun? Exactly. I'm like, y'all, especially in the what if type situation. Like, yeah, the Warriors are in a good position to probably win it all this year. But my nigga, Bron, Bron, we we compare Bron to Mike. <laughs> we we That's the thing. Like, if y'all, if we don't have these conversations, we just gonna have to start comparing everybody to Mike and just watch how stupid that it, it that sounds. Shit. It, exactly. Just, the ball over so many times right now, bro. He's pissing me off. But, um, but yeah, like, it, it's just stupid. Like, we, this is going to be a celebration. You know what I'm saying? Fuck you. This is going to be a celebration, but we wouldn't, we, we're not able to celebrate. And, and it really pisses me off because, like, the transition to battlefield is with fire. Like, like what stuff what stuff doing is legendary. Like we shouldn't. It's nothing you can compare it to. That three point, them revolutionizing the game. We're not comparing that to what Braun. Like everybody has their placement, like in history. What Braun placement is is it's never going to be Steph, and what Steph placement is never going to be Braun. Um, so and it makes the media seem like they started watching basketball in twenty fifteen. Because fuck, like literally, the reason, and I hate to bring Braun up, but the reason Braun can we still be the, the definition of this generation, wonder why? Because we still compare him to fucking stuff. Niggas, 37. Exactly. What the fuck? Yo, what the fuck Shaq was doing when he was 37? Limping across the damn court. You're here retired. Like, still what the checks. Was doing? RP, RP Bumble. Surviving. 
Like this is And, I'm, this and is when I say surviving people, I mean it as in that dude was on the bench during halftime, iced up. And this is what I mean. Like we have this we have these these stupid ass conversations about bringing Brian or something that Brian doesn't need to be brand up to. It make everybody seem like a Brian sexual. Like stop talking about the men. I I I keep, like Brian LeBron's farewell tour is about to be the most nastiest thing we ever seen in sports, bro. Between, yeah, between LeBron and Tom Brady's farewell tour is going to be some wild shit, bro. <laughs> and Tom Brady's is probably going to be a little bit more tolerable, to be honest. <laughs> Tom Brady's farewell tour, too. Honestly, I think Tom Brady's just gonna after a year to go say I'm done playing football. He's not gonna tell nobody, he's just gonna be I'm done playing football. He's like, Who was that as well? Like, that's how I give Seth his flowers, give Dale Curry his fucking flowers. That nigga was Let's not talk about hypotheticals. That's why I love Jay. I don't even really watch first tape, but I love JJ Reddick on first tape. Cause he be, I, I think Stephen A. still gonna tell him not to come on first tape no more. He be flaming Stephen A. up, bro. <laughs> he be pushing his man. He do. And, he do. And like, he had to bring in like, why is we talking about something that don't make sense? You know what I'm saying? And that's what we need more of that in this media shit, bro. A lot of this shit not making sense. Um, but yeah, shout out to stuff he made history. Uh, like with that history now, can we start moving out of top ten and more like seven five ish? Oh yeah, uh, me and Tyler, I think we discussed it because I looked based on our our ratings. The safest place, because at this point, I don't want to knock Larry Bird out, but the people we can knock out is Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell. I'm fine with that. Those are the people I'm cool with knocking out because I don't want to knock Larry Bird out just yet. Just yet. But Larry Bird's about to touch 10. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I um, I definitely agree with that conversation. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm tired of the I'm, I'm tired of it, bro. Like pushing respect on pushing respect on each player that that's changing the game. Like put 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 put, put respect on it. For real, no lies told. No lies told. But. Uh, but yeah, but shout out to Steph. I'm really happy for the guy. Did his thug dizzle. Balled out. It, I really wish that I was able to make a bet, but I forgot my FanDuel password. I think I did that on purpose. So, uh. <laughs> bro, I'm so salty about UFC, bro. I'm so bro, salty, don't. Bro. I, didn't we say on the podcast, and I jokingly okay. said it, but I was considering it. Yo, should I bet against uh, Nunez? He was like, no, nah, boy, don't do that. I was like, I'm probably going to do it anyway. I should have fucking did it. <laughs> I should have fucking did it. Even if my $3 bet was going to land me some money, G. <laughs> Especially because I was going to do submission for fun. Yeah, 
Damn, I'm mad. But I was going to bet for FanDuel that Steph was going to break it in the first quarter before the uh, before the first quarter even ended. I could have made decent grip off that, and I didn't. But it is what it is. Shout out to Steph. Um, they still beat the Knicks. And I'm glad Derrick Rose was not the person he shot it over. So shout out to Alec Burks for saving Derrick Rose from being a poster that was going to be seen forever. <laughs> Damn near. But uh, it was literally so shout out to Derrick Rose because I was like, each time he shot both shots to tie, I was like, okay, he's open. Cool. Nobody's guarding him. But when I, I was like, who's that about to, who's that closing out? Alec Burks. All right, cool. We good. We live. We hit him with the slight fadeaway on that one. That's going up. That's gonna be that's gonna be blo- a bloated picture on somebody's wall. And it's it getting more. It's warrior. It's warrior fans that already got the freaking blown up picture, uh, freaking orgasm into it. G like weirdo. So I'm, but it is what it is. Uh, oh, I just got to talk about Dale Curry for a second. G, bro, go back to your wife, bro. <laughs> Go back to your wife, bro. Go back to your wife, bro. You you don't want these IG models, bro. Yeah, that's the last you, thing you want to do. Man. You don't you you, you don't want to go to these yeah, IG yeah, models. You don't want you don't want to deal with these IG models, G. These young these young women, G. And he he don't. They're gonna sit there and be like, oh, you Steph Daddy? Yeah, I'm the original Wardell. And he gonna sit and they gonna freaking tear that nigga <laughs> apart. And I ain't talking about physically. I'm talking about emotionally, spiritually, and emotionally. That so he ain't ready Don't for the out here like Scottie Pippen, man. Look, it's an NBA player that's already in his ex-wife's DMs right now, G. It's somebody. I don't know who. Who? Do, I don't know who. Steph mama bad. I threw a DM in there and it's still it's still left on unread, but it is what it is. But point being, it's an NBA player that shot his shot. Somebody ignorant, trifling, young and don't know no better. Anthony Edwards probably did fall out now. <laughs> Bet money. Anthony Edwards shot his shot. He was like, What do I have to lose? Malik Beasley out here. Smashing Scotty Pippen the whole thing. Why can I smash Steph Steph's mama? Why the fuck not? So I wouldn't be surprised if Anthony Edwards has did it. I'm trying to think of another player who just got nothing to lose. Somebody just random. One of them young niggas on, on the Rockets. One of them young niggas on the Rockets. Uh Jalen <laughs> Green. I think he did it. I wouldn't be surprised. Somebody else who got nothing to lose. I'm trying to think. Player who just has nothing to lose and they're young. They don't know no better. I can't think of nobody else right now. But Jalen Green and Anthony Edwards are my bets. They have shot. They shot Steph's mama DMG. I wouldn't be shocked. But point being, Dale Curry, G, find a nice, respectable woman of your age. She got her life in order. And settle back down, my brother. You do not want these young, these young women in my age, in our age range, let's be specific, our age range. You're not ready for that. You, you, you're not. You're not you going was, to be, you're not You was out the younger. game for too long, my brother. 
Way too long. Casey and JoJo said we ain't getting no 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 no. I don't even know what that was, Casey and JoJo. But nigga, nigga, go out there, go out there, uh, uh, Big Wardell. Oh fuck no! Don't let the niggas talk you out of ass, man. He's funny as hell, G. But uh, but yeah, G. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> anything else? Uh, Newsworthy wise, uh, pretty much that the that uh, Portland said they're not trading Dame at all. Uh, funny, and Philly said, and that reports are saying that Philly are has been in contact with teams in regards to trying to flip Ben Simmons. So things are picking up when you hear it. things are also things are, Kyrie capping about coming back to basketball right now. Kyrie's just um, trying to get our attention. So, um, uh, Jotic is now the most underrated player in the NBA. Oh, yes, that too. <laughs> oh, yeah, I missed that whole. I missed that whole conversation in the chat earlier, bro. Let me find it. Let me put that stat line, G. This nigga stat line for this year is crazy. Um, let me pull it back in the group chat because I'm like, bro, this shit was nuts. Uh, where the damn? Because a lot happened today. So, Jokic for the season right now is averaging 26.5, which is a point, point, a point one higher than last year. Uh, his turnovers went up a little bit, but not by much. Averaging close to a block, a steal, set over seven assists, 14 rebounds, shooting 75% from the free throw line. He doesn't get to the line enough. He only gets to the line like five times a game. Shooting 37% from three, almost 60% from the field. The nigga's hooping. <laughs> it's just the yeah, nigga suck. His second best player is Aaron fucking Gordon. Yeah, regardless. At this point, if I'm down because – they're saying the Pistons want to trade Jeremy Grant. Trade yeah. that nigga Aaron Gordon to get Jeremy Grant back. Might as well yeah. just try to get Jeremy Grant back. But, uh, but yeah, Jokic is probably is. Before? You said what? He played for the Nuggets before. Jeremy Grant, yeah, that's how, yeah. You don't remember? I'm trying to remember. Jeremy the, was the reason they lost. He beat the one. The reason they beat the Clippers, bro. Yeah, Jeremy Grant was hooping their oh, ass up yeah. to the moon. Yeah. I remember. They didn't want to pay the man. Yeah, they well, you paid Aaron Gordon all that money. Make it make sense, man. Yeah, so, but you could right flip wrong. Give me Jeremy Grant back for Aaron Gordon, and you literally kind of have the team that, you know, you got your ass kicked by the Lakers. But you you still got – you. this version of Jeremy Grant is really fucking good with Jokic, and you straight. And you straight like shit. You gotta make up for it somewhere. Exactly. They ain't, they ain't look at you out right now. Yeah, but, but Nuggets. I get what y'all saying though. Like Yochis, he's really he's still in that MVP conversation. My thing Step is, what makes him not the MVP right now? Don't I can't give you a reason. Why. Right. It's the same thing with Steph Curry last year. Like, what made him not the MVP? <laughs> well, Steph Curry was like damn near the tenth seed, so I understand that. But Yochis, not that. 
They win in games. Yeah, they they they. I think they the seven seed, either the eight or seven seed right now. But numbers wise, I'm just gonna base it solely on numbers, and compare compares to the MVP year, scoring's about the same. Uh, turnovers are about the same. Blocks are about the same. Steals are the same. He's averaging less assists, but he has less help. Yes. Yeah, uh, he's rebounding more though. His rebounds is up. But once again, I, who the fuck was his? Uh, that's unfortunate. Jeremy Grant. I mean, uh, free throws dropped. Um, his free throw percentage dropped. Three point percentage dropped. But his field, his overall field goal percentage is up. So in comparison to numbers, that's probably the reason why. Because it's kind of like with Giannis. You could, Giannis technically. It's an MVP conversation, but he's not going to win it until he surpasses shit he's done in the past. It's kind of similar to why LeBron don't got it. Voter fatigue, yeah. but also it's like, are you better than you were last year? Even though Jokic is really, if you watch, he's hooping his ass off. He's balling. But at the same time, it's like numbers-wise, you're not better than you were last year. He's and plus he's kind of fallen victim to the whole the this is the narrative MVP season to me, and what I mean by that is like the narrative, the 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 sexy pick right now is Steph Curry because he's on you know Steph and Katie breaking a record this pick. year. It's a possibility you know the Warriors win the whole damn thing this year, so he's you know he's a sexy pick. KD, on the other hand, he's he's like second favorite. But also kind of the sexy pick too, because the Nets are kind of flip flopping, flip flopping a little bit with their wins. But at the same time, they're still at the top of their conference, and KD's leading the league in scoring. So this will be the year if you want to give it to him, you could say KD won AVP and scoring title in the same year, which I think he did before. But and he's done some crazy feats throughout the season too. So the narrative he has only fifty point game so far, I believe. And look, it's uh, is Steph. Steph had 50 this season? I think he did. I don't remember. Probably did. He probably didn't. But it's going to be a but heavily record-based thing. They kind of neck and neck. Yeah, it's, it's a heavily record-based thing at this point. That's why Jokic is just probably going is not getting the respect that he should get. But it is what it is. But, like, Jokic is, look, is a top three player to me this year. Not top four, because it's top four. Yeah, top four, because I I was about to put him over between Katie and Steph, but Jokic is looking like a top five player regardless, and and it's solidified this year at least. Like, the man is balling, he's hooping. Yeah, yeah, I would say best center in the league. I I didn't even give him the nods over Joel. No, like dead ass, like, even though I prefer Embiid, Jokic is literally is the best center this year. It's it's no it's undisputed this season, because Embiid yeah. even though Embiid Embiid hasn't even been consistent this year, like offensively, defensively he's really good. See, you go, so this is how you do it, right? You go Brian Katie, you go Brian Katie, fucking um, Brian Katie Curry, Giannis, Giannis, who who. Else, realistically, you put right there other than Jokic. Nobody. Nobody. 
It's really nobody. Like, and that's and that's why I, that's like that. Like you were, that, and that's why he sound like an MVP to me because he's in that territory. Yeah, like like he like I like me personally. If if we had votes, I would pro, I would put Jokic in my top three voting. Solely because, for one, solely partly for me, like I'm not as high on KD, but I see why people was high on KD because the Nets do have the best record. But what I'm seeing from Steph, what I'm seeing from Jokic is like, yo, this is more to me. They look valuable more, even though like not to say KD ain't value fuckable, but I seen KD do this. <laughs> like I yeah. seen him do this and score more. So, it's just now he's filling up the stat sheet a little bit more. But it's just like, I seen KD do this. I seen him have better performances in the playoffs. So, it's just with that. And Giannis, unfortunately, nigga, you won back-to-back plus MVP and, de- and defensive player of the year. It's like, nigga, what, what more can you fucking do for me? You have, you Giannis' have to- real next step is another defensive player of the year. Or a scoring title. No, Giannis literally just has to average fucking 30, 30 and almost average a triple-double. Giannis is a damn near top 20 player already. He ain't got a next step. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He can't deal with everything he can possibly do but win a dunk contest with the nigga too tall to do that. Yeah, like he's athletic, but he ain't freaking that athletic type. But So, yeah, but that's my point with Giannis. Giannis has made it, made it tough for him. At this point, it's career to win another MVP. He just has to have a, an insane type season. But I think Giannis is at that point now in his career where he's like, I could save myself for the playoffs. As long yeah. as they put a team around me, I could save myself for the playoffs. Buddy, lit your ass up. <laughs> yeah, bro, you're fucking down the block. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, but yeah, I definitely agree. Jokic is top five in. He's easily five. There's no because to me this year, this season at least, there's no rotating five. The top five is solidified. Yeah. It is solidified. Because yeah. Luca's just been inconsistent. Like he's good, but he's been inconsistent in terms of the yoke is Luca standards. Harden is just now get was getting back into it till COVID happened. Um, prayers, prayers for AD. Press the AD. He's learning how to be a center, and I don't think people understand when you have to play center, your placement on the floor changes. Yeah, people don't understand that, but I'm not about to argue with them niggas on our Twitter page about that. But literally, and he bulked up. That changes shit too. Um, but yeah, AD's not AD. Russ hasn't been top ten for like three years now, so I can't even say that. Um. Kawhi's hurt. Embiid is top ten, but you know, uh, I feel like I'm forgetting a player. Paul George actually looks top ten this year, but not top five level. It's a player I'm thinking of. Let me look at let me look at teams real quick. <laughs> um, Trey Young is top ten. Jason and J- and Jason Tatum. I kind of put them in that conversation. But yeah, I don't, even, I don't know, Jason Taylor, like top ten, right like now, 
You put like Dame that. in there? Dame been ass. We just talking about based off of this season, right? Yeah, based off this season, like at least based off this current season, currently as well. I can't put, I can't say Dame is better than Trey or Tatum, Tatum right now, and Tatum is starting to play really good basketball. Finally, finally, he I worked. Finally. Trey, I understand Trey. Oh. Like my thing is, this iffy. What the fuck is you shooting me from? It's iffy with the Tatum thing for me. Would you say go Bird? Uh, I forbid it. Shit, he changes the game. You know what I'm saying? Whole entire team. Regardless. So we could put, we could put, I'll put go Bird in there. I'll put go Bird in there. Go Bird in the 19 fucking 80s will be a 14 time MVP. And go Bird. Go Bird in the 90s. Look, I'm, I ain't, this might be a high tech. Go Bird in the 90s. Shit, he giving niggas drugs. <laughs> Man. There's <laughs> literally gonna have to hack a shot Kim from doing whatever the heck he wants. And the Gobert can shoot free throws well, I believe. Gobert's a decent free throw shooter. Exactly. So then that's a disadvantage at that. <laughs> exactly. Gobert literally probably give niggas the only people who might have gave Gobert hell in the nineties would would been probably Shaq. Nah, Hakeem I think him and Hakeem will have some out. wars, G. There's a difference. Gobert's defensively fuck? stable. <laughs> He's defensively smart. With another son, he probably. Oh, was David Robinson and Hakeem used David to Robinson up. probably would have gave him work because David Robinson skill based. So like David Robinson, I still would not want to see David Robinson in today's NBA. He'd be giving niggas hell. Dave Robinson would be a god. G. <laughs> I, I still stand by this. Dave Robinson today would be a be, god. Might be top three today NBA. Top three. Top two. <laughs> Like literally, David Robinson had a mid a legit mid range. Arguably could also shoot the three. Was a decent playmaking playmaking big and can score and play really and was in a defensive player of the year level defender. He will give niggas crack. <laughs> he was gonna give niggas crack in today's Man. NBA G. But uh but yeah, so uh, anything else we need to talk about? Uh, Zion still Zion might not play this year. I'm just saying that now. Zion is fat and his foot doesn't work. That nigga is just a disappointment and is hurting. Hurting. It's fucked up. They already comparing him to. Even though I don't think it's it's the same thing as the Greg Oden situation, but give it another. If it's if shit don't change within another season or so, we're gonna have that at talk. Yeah, and then this is my thing with people saying, and this is just so we very wrap this episode up. But this is my thing with the Zion thing, and it's what, more what people saying than Zion because it's like at the end of the day, if his foot hurt, his foot hurt. But yeah, people saying, oh, he's using this so he can get out of New Orleans, possibly yes. But to me, this is his third year. Would have been his what his third year, right? Third year into the league. Yeah. You haven't played nowhere near eighty-two games yet. So as in, even as a player, you have you're still rookie-wise as a player. As a player, you're still a rookie, technically in the amount of games you played. He hasn't played eighty-two. Been hurt a lot. On top of that, and it's not just any regular injury. These are lower lower body injuries. You're fat. And <laughs> literally, if some if 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 I okay. Like, I know I complain and say, oh, but damn, my knees hurt. But literally, I'm glad I don't literally have bad ACLs or shit like that. It's just literally, I just got fucking, my knees hurt. 
But if I was his size and I had the amount of lower body injuries he has and for his athleticism, his body just can't withstand it. He has to fucking lose weight. But that's that's a red flag. Is he talented when he's on the court? Yes. He averages fucking 27, 8, and, and other things. He's talented. Right now, he can't get on the fucking court. But I, you can't get on the court. You've only been in the league for three years, and you haven't stepped on the court yet for year three. And the only thing you have, and like literally, it's like I can't, if I'm a GM, am I really willing to risk one or two first-round picks for him and hoping that, A, it works out? Cause, nope. No, because health-wise, I can't trust him. Just seeing I need to see if you can play a full season. At least have, play, you have to play at least 70 games. You have to at least give me 65. Nowadays, at least give me 65. Nowadays, it, but it, this is the thing. Ah, Zion doing that guy that's championship. What the fuck did he go that makes him a game changer? Everybody is tapped the fuck up. It is. He they go everywhere else. They lose an assets to make him a great team. But where do you go? You go to Boston. Who Boston giving up to get you? Because I ain't giving up Jalen Brown or Tatum. Kiss my ass. You go, you go to fucking New York. Who New York giving up to get you? Julius Randle. Julius Randle. Every four years. That's not what? Exactly. It fuck exactly. <laughs> so that's my point. It's like, and yes, he's on his rookie deal. But when he, you get him, let's just say they did to say up and trade him. Let's just say they did. He's on his rookie deal. So it's easy to flip. But at the same time, you're you have to consider paying him because you gave up at least two first round picks for him. Cause you're thinking yep. if he stays healthy and in shape, oh, he's gonna at least stay healthy and shape for us. You're thinking no that you're, you're Zion assuming goes, Zion becomes the best. He, 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 he becomes like he, he, he's a number one team. So best situation for Zion right now. Is to literally build in that place that he's at. That is the best situation for him. Because it would have been different if he was already healthy and we actually seeing what he can really do, you know, playing a full length of a season. Right now, like like you said, we haven't even seen him step on the court for year three. You can't trust that. It's not yeah. it's not worth the risk. Because to me, I'm not like as if I'm a GM. If I trade for him and I don't know his health situation gets any better with us, like, literally, niggas say go to New York. Nigga gonna eat fucking pizza all fucking day. He Eating bodega corned beef man. sandwiches. Okay, he gonna be like he's in a big market. How fuck? In what situation we get free agents? Like, that, let's talk about it. When did, when did the New York Knicks make a big free agent system? Melo got there because of trade. Yeah, Melo begged to get there. Yeah. So who else? Julius Randle? That was they because they were going to throw him a check. That was because they threw him a check. Like, you did not. You did. You build it. Like, you and these got to build off what they have on the young, the young guys. Guess what? That is you got to do it too. So much you got to eat fucking pokers and gumbo the rest of your life. Fuck it. It's fire. You actually don't have to. It's just the fact that that's all you do it. 
Literally, my thing is, man, it's it's just, just, this is not like no, um, um. He don't have the leverage here, basically. That's my thing. He, he got like, the leverage. He's he's not just our team. Three years from now, he's gonna be a top five player in the league. He got the leverage. But it's, it's the big if. It's the if part right. of this whole thing. This is the yeah. thing. Like right now, it's the moment he does it to me. Big markets is as big as the stars that they have. That's it. Denver is not a huge market, but that becomes a competitive baseball team because what? Jokic. Who they play. Golden State Warriors, without, that wasn't a big market. They became a huge market because what they did there. You can go down the list. Toronto. It's a huge market now. Five years from five years ago, six years ago, ten years ago. Milwaukee, nowhere near. Milwaukee is probably the opposite of a market. I wouldn't even still call them a big market. They're still a small market. There's, there's the the Milwaukee is a small market prospering. Like these these places, in all honesty, it's more small markets in the NBA that's big markets. Chicago, New York, L.A., Miami. And Miami's secondly considered a small market because they fan bases. Maybe, fan base maybe Dallas. Maybe Dallas. Dallas is a big market. You know what I'm saying? Where else? Like, where else you gonna go? With DC? Huh. <laughs> Nasty. So, like, no matter what Zion fucking does, it's not like he's gonna guarantee himself a championship unless he leaves a free agency and team up. But actually, right now, everybody's goddamn team is strapped the fuck up to the gills. Unless you want an old, brittle fucking bronze. Like, you're not going nowhere. Ain't no way you can. You go to New York, New York loses all their future picks, RJ Barrett, and most likely fucking uh, Julius Randle. And he wants to play with RJ Barrett. That's the thing. That's his home. He wants to play with him. Like, well, you you go, you go, what's another place that Zion can win? Nowhere. Because everybody just wants New York to be the sexy pick. You go to the Bulls, you ain't playing with Zach Levine. I hope you know how to stack up Alex Caruso. The rest I'd be of pissed. I would I'm be sorry, pissed. I'd be pissed. Right now, I would not. I do not want Zion. G. Chicago food, too. Chicago got too much good food for that boy. He's one piece of he's one piece of right now average thirty on a on an under five hundred team. I feel when tell him leaves. It makes no sense. So bad and your legacy as a player is better than what 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 people think of competing. Because you ain't ain't no such thing as competing in the freaking NBA that's you in the conference finals. That's the only time you competing. The rest is just games to make your money. Do you really think when you play in a playing tournament, I'm about to compete for a title? No, you compete and oh. get slapped up by uh, whoever number one seed. Yeah. So it's, it's weird, man. Like, that's how you have this course behind me, a little stressed out. Like, why are we having this conversation about this yet? Exactly. Because to me, this that's my point. It's just like, it's too much of a what if. And GMs get fired or keep their jobs based on a lot of what ifs. But to me, that nigga's health is a huge what if to me. Yeah. That, that's what it is. I'm not about to risk losing my job. And we're doing well as a franchise. Even though we give the Knicks flack. Right now, they're doing a pep. They're doing much job. better than they were three years ago. They're in the playoffs. For them, that's a huge fucking that's deal. Good New York niggas are happy. 
they're happy. So it's just like for them, it's like the Knicks are successful. You just bring in a fat fuck who's going to eat freaking bodega sandwiches and shit. And now he, he don't want to play for tips. For tips, by the way. And Tibbs is gonna make him run, hurt foot or not. Tibbs is gonna make that boy run. You you want Zion playing for Tibbs? Well, you think you think you're gonna be able to play forty eight minutes off a of five bacon and cheese? <laughs> nigga, you think all freaking all freaking Sal's pizza that that nigga is not about to fucking play forty eight minutes for Tibbs? And that's factoring overtime. I want y'all niggas today. to think. Because New York niggas, the main ones getting mad when people call them fat, saying the jokes is corny. No, it's not corny. It's fucking factual. It's factual. And it is what it is. Just deal with the consequences. That's all I'm saying. But Zion, like, does he have leverage? Yeah, he's fucking Zion because talent-wise, top five, potentially a top five talent. But as of resume and what I see right now, am I risking a young Young asset plus picks that I could build with around this nigga. No, fucking no. Nope. Hell no. No. So. What's the point? There's no point. Like you try to make that shit work with fucking Ingram, nigga. Figure that shit out until it's time for you and Ja to hang out in Memphis and be Mike Conley and and be Mike Conley and Zebo 2.0. So that's my TED talk. But uh, let's go ahead and wrap this episode up. Um, we appreciate you guys for listening. In case we don't give you an episode next week, Happy New Year's, Merry Christmas, and all that good stuff. Um, we appreciate the support. Like I uh, mentioned earlier in the pod, we pre- I, we appreciate all the support that you guys have given us this year uh, with the growth of this brand, slow or not. We do. I have plans for next year. We're gonna to continue to grow and be better in every way imaginable. Uh, but yeah, with all that good stuff, thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us on YouTube if you like. I mean, subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Greatly appreciate. We got plenty of content for you, niggas. Uh, check out Cam's Black Otaku reviews and uh, and plays that he got up going up. The uh, Day Trail and Cam's Nuzlocke challenges are pretty fun to watch formative and fun definitely fun to watch uh and some funny ass l's in there too uh and peep black otakus um me and chaz uh will have a new timeless vibes to talk about the uh end of year music wise as well so stuff like that will be up before the end by the end of the year uh so just be on the lookout for all our end of year content dropping as well uh same for the audio side whether you listen to spotify apple uh google pod soundcloud make sure you subscribe follow all that great stuff and share 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 support the content every way imaginable thanks for listening and peace don't spoil spider-man okay